0: Welcome to Wild Heart Podcast, where we talk heart to heart about tough emotions. I'm your host, Bethany Edge, and I have a wild heart, meaning I have a lot of feelings, and sometimes they get the best of me. I created this podcast as a way to share my journey to embracing my sensitive nature. So grab something refreshing to drink or comforting, your choice and join me for another heart-to-heart about how to flourish with a wild heart. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Heart Podcast. I'm so excited to be back for another heart-to-heart with you guys. Today I'm drinking, dare I admit, Dr. Pepper. I'm a Texan, y'all, and if you didn't know it, Dr. Pepper... Dr. Pepper was actually invented in Texas, so it's kind of the state drink. I don't know any other Texans who don't drink Dr. Pepper. Every now and then I get homesick and I just have to have one. It's, it's just so good. <laughs> Last week, we talked about finding the strength to love others. Sometimes it's hard to love others, especially if we feel empty ourselves. But instead of turning to the love of other people in our lives to fill this void, in last week's episode, we discussed turning to God and His love and growing a love for ourselves that will create a well of unconditional love and acceptance that we can draw upon. I gave the analogy of building a house. The love of God is our foundation, and everything else is built upon it. Our relationship with ourselves a loving accepting relationship with ourselves is what creates the four walls and then the beautiful rich relationships we have with others are the furnishings of our house they are what make it a home and they're what make our lives beautiful and meaningful however in times where loved ones let us down even if we're left with an empty house we are protected from the storm because we have a strong foundation and a strong building Our challenge was to kneel in prayer and ask God how he felt about us. I had a beautiful experience with this and it was a great reminder to me of why I'm here and what I am here to accomplish. I definitely felt empowered after saying this prayer. I would love to hear your experiences if you would like to share them. You can follow me on Instagram at wildheartpodcast and send me a message. Let me know how you're doing in your personal growth journey. This week, we're discussing repairing broken relationships. Everything we talked about last week is going to be really foundational to being able to do the things that we need to do to repair broken relationships. When I, we think about repairing broken relationships and what I mean by broken relationships are relationships that have so much stress that they're really beginning to feel more like a burden than a blessing. Maybe it's with a boyfriend or a girlfriend and it's at the point where you're considering breaking up or it could be a friend who you're just not getting along. feels like they're constantly offending you or you're constantly offending them. Maybe there was a falling out between you and someone in your life that you care about whatever is at the root, the relationship is not functioning properly. It's broken. And it's going to be really important that we all have a good sense of self-love and godly love to be able to have the strength to go forward and repair these relationships and accept the outcome. Many of us have had experiences where despite the effort we're putting into a relationship, the other person is just not reciprocating, we try everything, we tell them how we're feeling, we beg them to meet us in the middle. We beg them to meet us we'll make we'll come three quarters of the way. They just need to come a quarter of the way. We'll walk to them, and they just won't put in the effort. We might also be working on healing relationships with people who are going through personal crises, and they are so broken themselves that. They're not ready to do the healing that they need to do to be able to come into the relationship ready to reciprocate love and kindness. There's so many things that can happen and every relationship is so different and every person is so different. But what we're really going to focus on is the parts that we can control. We can't control other people, but we can control ourselves. That brings me to today's quote. From Robert Mueller he says to forgive is the highest and most beautiful form of love in return you will receive untold peace and happiness and that's really our goal everything in this series right is about discussing how we can love others better forgiveness regardless of the other person's change is a great way that we can give love to others And then doing what we need to do to preserve the peace and happiness we get from letting go is an important part of maintaining that relationship we have with ourselves. Whatever the circumstances, the first part of repairing a broken relationship, each of us plays a role in all of our relationships. They're two-sided. It takes two to tango. We've all heard this before. And sometimes it can be easy to think, well, the other person is doing so many things wrong, I'm just reacting. But we need to own up to those reactions. We need to own up to the fact that we're not handling things correctly, If if that's what's going on. And we need to admit that to ourselves. And we need to admit it to God and repent and work on changing ourselves. Sometimes the other person may have really wronged us and we just walked away. But if we're harboring resentment, that's something else that we need to work on and and pray for help with. If we can do the work in our own hearts before going into a stressful conversation or whatever it is we need to do to reconcile the relationship. One, we're going to be prepared to say how we feel and share that in a very thought out manner but we're also going to be able to accept the outcome and we're going to be able to be sincere and genuine and come in with a peace and level-headedness that is really helpful when you're trying to fix something that's broken there are times that we may have to forgive from a distance even perhaps we're mad at someone who has passed away It is no longer here to have a conversation. We could be mad at someone who won't talk to us or hurt by someone who won't talk to us. We can still repair the relationship from our perspective if we go about it with the mindset that we are forgiving and we are coming to a place of peace about what has happened. Once we've really done the work in our own hearts and we're in a good place... And we've changed things in our own lives that need to be changed or we're beginning the process of change because let's be honest, we're not going to be perfect in this life and that's okay. We don't need to be perfect to ask for forgiveness or to ask for a second chance or to begin repairing. Sometimes a conversation about what happened and getting all the hurt feelings out of the way is enough to overcome something. But other times, healing is a process. Especially, think about relationships that have years of history, like relationships with relatives. There could be so many layers of things that have happened between you and another person. And the process can of healing that broken relationship can take time as you sort through that. And you process it, and they process it and you talk about things that you're changing and working on improving. But have a conversation. And it's important in this conversation to not just apologize, but to communicate. Communicate exactly what you need from the person. Communicate what hurt you or where you went wrong and what you're doing to try and be better. A personal example that comes to my mind is I think about when my husband and I get into arguments and overall we have a good relationship and a good marriage but it's not perfect and we have times where we're just at each other's throats both of us are stressed and tired and irritable and it just seems like we're getting on each other's nerves left and right and eventually we'll get to the point where we're both ready to apologize But in those apologies, we also talk about where our feelings got hurt, what happened that triggered us. And we try to understand each other a little bit better and how the situation escalated. And then we can both take accountability for the things that we did that might have hurt the other person. And it always feels very constructive because there are things that I didn't know hurt my husband the way that they do or irritate him the way that they do. And it's always helpful to learn that about him. And I know it's helpful for him to learn that about me. And of course, that's a relationship where we're both very committed to forgiving each other and working things out and repairing little tiny stresses. We haven't had any big fractures like some of the other relationships in at least my life have. And I'm sure that many of you have relationships that are are truly broken relationships that you've experienced in your life. But I think that communicating your needs and your sincerity and your willingness to adapt is really important in this conversation. And then letting them know that you are sorry. I don't think it's out of line to even ask for an apology where you need one. Back to my husband and I's relationship, there are times where one of us will just say, I really just, I need an apology from you because this really hurt. And I I just want to know that you understand how much that upset me. And we'll apologize to each other and be able to move forward. So many times the people in our lives love us, but they don't know what we need. They don't know how to fix what is broken. And if we can lay it out and tell them exactly, then I think all of us will be surprised at how often the people we care about rise to that occasion and are willing to fix what is broken. For example, I got married two and a half years ago and my wedding was really stressful. There were a lot of things happening in my personal life. I was a first year teacher, which is probably the most stressful thing I've ever done in my entire life. There was a lot of stuff going on with my extended family where I just felt kind of judged and really insecure about the relationships there. My mom had started a new job and it was hard for her to help me with the wedding. And I had a lot of hurt feelings about how everything planned out that I'm embarrassed to admit I carried into my wedding day and my whole attitude about the day But even in the years after have just haunted me and there's been so much resentment. About a month ago I decided that I really wanted to talk to my mom about it and let her know that I just really felt hurt and I felt like I hadn't had really support from anyone in my wedding and she expressed some of the things that she was hurt about too. One of the things was that she never got to go dress shopping with me. I had a friend who made a dress for me and it was beautiful, but my mom was hurt that she never got to go dress shopping with me. And I was hurt that my mom wasn't really around to help me plan the wedding. So we decided that once everything with COVID clears, we're gonna go wedding dress shopping together. Just for fun, even though I've been married three years and have a kid now, and but because we could have that conversation, And talk about how both of us felt and apologize. We were also able to say, we can fix this. And we can do something that will repair this. Y'all, I'm getting really emotional. Because this was such a big thing for me to let go of. And that's part of why I'm so happy to be able to share this. Because I'm a grudge holder. I'm not someone who lets go of things easily. And I'm definitely someone who will hold on to that brokenness in a relationship. But I have really been blessed to be able to grow and to learn and to turn that weakness into a strength. And now I think I really have a lot of courage and bravery to let go and to address things with people in my life. And I wanna share with you that if this is a weakness of yours, the Lord can turn it into a strength. We are not confined. To being who we were, or even who we are today, there is always room to grow. There are times where we're not going to be able to truly repair a relationship, as in bringing it back to the way it was. Maybe the other person doesn't care, or they've moved on, or it's just not a fit. There are friends we have for a season, there are friends that we have for a reason, and there are friends we have for a lifetime. And it sucks when a relationship isn't what we thought it was. It hurts. But if we are secure in ourselves, we're secure in God's love for us. When the love of others wavers or even disappears, we can stay standing strong. And we can let go. We can forgive those people. We can love them. Even from afar. Sometimes We can love them by just not saying anything bad about them, by recognizing that they are human too and they have weaknesses and we might not ever know why they don't like us or why they don't care about the relationship or why they don't want to fix the relationship. But if we're strong, if we have a strong foundation, if we have a strong four walls, we will also have the strength to let go and to eventually find something else to fill that void in our life. I've moved a dozen times in my life. I moved schools a lot growing up. I've lived in three or four different towns now since leaving home. And I have had to start over so many times in my life. And it's amazing to me that if you're open and you are a good friend, you will be able to find good friends. You are going to be able to find people that make your life rich. It's okay to want to repair the relationship, but also be the one to walk away as well. Sometimes it's okay to clear the bad blood, but to say, I still need space. This is not something that can be a constant in my life. You don't necessarily have to tell people that, but repairing a relationship doesn't always mean things go back to the way they were. Really, repairing a relationship is letting go. Repairing a relationship is forgiving someone. It's being able to remember it for what it was, and moving forward with love for that person, whether that's a thriving friendship or respect from a distance. Today's weekly challenge is going to be to look inside your heart and find the courage to reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a while. Find a way to show them that you love them and you're thinking about them. could be a text or a phone call. Maybe you send them a gift from Amazon Or another website (laughs) doesn't have to be Amazon or send them a funny video or a meme that makes you think of them there is room to repair and improve a lot of our relationships healing takes time but it's worth it and the people in our lives are so precious to us we just have to find the courage within ourselves to do the things we need to do to keep those relationships strong on our end Thank you for listening to another episode i love you guys and i'm really humbled to be able to share these thoughts with you like i mentioned in my intro i am a sensitive person and navigating my emotions it's not easy for me but it's definitely something that the lord has helped me to learn and to grow in my abilities and my emotional strength and i have a personal witness that he truly can make weak things strong, and I just really want to end by sharing that with you. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review, and follow me over on Instagram at Podcast. Until next week, I'm your host Bethany Edge, and you're listening to Wild Heart Podcast.